All right, all right, everyone. Hey, it's Gordon here. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I want to thank everyone who's here, who's watching for the first time, who's watching on the replay. Now, if you are here for the very first time, if you could do me a huge favor, just type a one in the comment so we can acknowledge you for being here. And, you know, if you like, please uh, type in your name and the city or the country you are from as well. Well, you know, I'm going to jump right into it today. I have a very special guest. Uh, this individual I have so much respect for. Uh, not only is he a professional athlete, he is someone who knows how to compete at the highest level, not only in sports, but in life as well. So when it comes to being a success and giving back and, and giving back in terms of uh, philanthropy, it's something that he, you, you, uh, we'll get into that a little later. You'll find out a little bit about that from him as well. And he is also the CEO of my life, my power. So oh, one other thing, what I love about this individual is family is very important to him. So yes, helping people is really important, but family is also very important. So please help me welcome my great friend, Mr. Daniel Pewter. Daniel, welcome, welcome. Brother, thanks for having me on. I am excited uh, about Landed for Success, volume number three. This is really cool. Yeah, you know, before we get into that, Daniel, I do want to make an acknowledgement for your friends and my friends that are watching right now. You know, for about four, five, six years, I would call Daniel and I would say, Daniel, we're launching Empowering Women to Succeed. Or we're launching, you know, 30, 31 plus resilient stories from life that has to do with mental health, mental wellness. No matter what book I would launch, I would call Daniel because we need uh, readers in the United States to go and download a copy of the book during our launch so we can actually hit number one bestseller in Canada. And no matter how busy Daniel would be, he would say yes. And he would hop on a call with me like today and we would have a conversation about our book. And then many of his friends would actually go to Amazon and buy a copy to help us out. And every year I would say, Daniel, would you like to be an author in one of our books? And he said, no. And then finally he called and said, I would like to be an author of volume three, Landed for Success. And I want to say this. I want to be able to say, congratulations, my friend, because you have now hit number one bestseller in Canada. So you are now an international best-selling author. How does that sound? It's pretty cool, bro. <laughs> I like the number three, too. I like the number three, too. It's all right. Three, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just going to start off with this, and then we can jump right into it, Daniel. So if you guys are watching... Dude, a huge favor, you guys, huge favor. This time around, you know, Daniel's helped us out so many times as a favor. If you're watching, you're a friend of mine, you're a friend of Daniel's, Daniel, please go to Amazon right now, okay? If you guys jump off this Zoom or whatever it is, come back to this live stream, I won't be offended. Go and buy a copy. It's only 71 cents in the U.S., I think. Download a copy. The stories will blow you away. You will love and fall in love with the stories of each one of the individuals uh, in the book. And please leave a five-star review, okay? There's 18 stories. You're going to fall in love with Daniel's story. If you're not ready to give us a five-star review, don't give us a review at all. Wait till you read a story that deserves a five, because if there's anything else on there, I know where you guys live. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. But I'm just five-star review. So let's... I'm going to jump right into it with three categories today, okay? Daniel, I know you as a professional badass fighter. That's one, okay? But prior to that, 
you were this kid that you were telling me that hurt people hurt people. So that was that part of your life and the, the professional athlete. And now today as an international best-selling author. So I, I'd love for you to maybe share with my friends that are watching who don't know Daniel Peter, prior to you becoming a professional athlete, when you said to me, hurt people hurt people. What was the reason for you saying that? And what was it like for you growing up? So I said it because nobody ever taught me this in school when I was picked on or bullied for being in the special ed classes, labeled learning disabled, they would say, oh, those people, you know, just ignore them or, oh, don't fight back or whatever, whatever. But there was no like underlining understanding about why people, um, you know, are hurting, why people are struggling. And then how do they take that out on other people? Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, my son today came to work and he was uh, playing and I was on a phone call and he wanted my attention. He's like, Papa, Papa, Papa. And then he throws a water. Like he's like, you know, not a, he's almost two and a half years old. Right. But he throws water a couple feet and then he picks another one up, throws it. And I get down and I'm like, Hey bud, do you want something? He's like, yeah. I'm like, do you want Papa to play with you? He's like, yes. And so if we get to that at an early age and we get people to understand that definitely parents, um, I took them because my wife had, uh, some, some training stuff this morning and I, and when he comes in the office, we always play, but at the same time, he knows I have calls. So there's mm-hmm. different times when we can recognize like when people really want, whether attention or love or connectivity or whatever that their longing is and really support them. And then there's other times that we just let it go. And then a two and a half year old will grow up to be an 18 year old with a bunch of anger because we leave them behind. Wow. Now your son, how old is he now? He is uh, two, two years and four months. So 20, 28 months. Wow. And I hear he's already bigger than me. He's uh, he's probably like 41 pounds. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. But, well, how, how does it feel to be a dad? Ah, uh, to feel, um, It's, it's really fun. Uh, the experience is amazing. I have grown. I get a reflection, uh, of things that I got when I was a kid. And then I add a lot onto it. Uh, I look at other parents, um, and see how they spend quality time or don't with their kids. And it's really crazy on how my son or my wife and my son, our son, um, how he shows up in the world versus a lot of other kids and not talking smack, but our son's pretty amazing. And we spend a lot of time with him. I I think it's quality time. Yes. You know, the people that throw kids in daycares and they come out like, you know, one to 10 ratio or one to seven or whatever it is. When we're getting a one-on-one with Montessori teachers and creative ability and learning, and then he plays with friends too. It's interesting. Like the homeschool world was like this taboo thing, like five, 10 years ago, like, Oh, those weird kids in homeschool. Yes. And today it's like, no, we want to teach our kids the best thing possible. And then there's other people. I just saw a video today. I got sent a video. My wife sent it to me. And it, this one teacher, I won't say where, but this one teacher is like, I have a master's degree. I should tell you parents what we should teach your kids. 
Wow. And so it's interesting on just dynamics and, 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 you know, at the end of the day, um, if you're over 30 years old, you know, mm-hmm. I think under 30, there's a lot you can learn, but being over 30 years old, 40, 50, 60 years old there, we have so much more life experience yes. and hopefully you've really started to understand your vision and purpose and, you know, how do you build your life on what you want? If you haven't read the book, uh, <laughs> that can definitely add value. Um, that's a nice, uh, that's a nice little indirect way. Well, buy the book, you guys, before Daniel puts that hurt lock on you. Here, no. here, here's the thing for like 71 cents or 99 cents, or whatever it is for an ebook. If, if you have a few hours of time and want to spend 71 cents, if you don't have 71 cents, email me, uh, <laughs> dp at mylifemypower.org and i'll give you 71 cents to buy it that's or 99 cents yeah but if if you um choose not to be resourceful getting that one dollar whatever it is and spending a couple hours learning how to grow um it's crazy to be able to see how people might spend the money but then they don't spend the time to learn it yeah. and i've done that too I, like I've, like I've, one of my buddies came up with this thing. I know you've been around the world where you're with, you know, like the Les Browns and all these big names. Right. And my buddy did this study, this, this not study it was a real experiment. He took like a, like a 20 set DVD thing back in the day. And he only printed two or three of the DVDs or uh, uh, not DVDs or CDs with content. Mm. And people would go to the seminar, buy this thing, take it home. And after selling thousands of these, he got like two or three calls from people saying the third or fourth, whatever it was, DVD, CD didn't work. Didn't work. (laughs) Because he only printed content on the first two. Wow. Wow. And they wanted to do this experiment over years, but the amount of people that actually didn't listen past two Mm. was like 99%. Wow. So it's interesting to see how people follow up, follow through. I mean, we have uh, eight, eight academies that, that take, you know, challenge kids in their life, whether foster care or homeless or human trafficked or coming out of juvenile halls or, you know, in a challenging family or, you know, and, and being expelled and, and, or, you know, um, you know, suspended, whatever those things are. We have a 97% graduation rate in, in high school. That's incredible. I wish you were there when I was in school. Me too. I, I had a 49% average in English, can you imagine? 49%. My last year in high school, Daniel, and the, the teacher gave me a 51. And so to this date, I don't know if she liked me or she just wanted to promote me out of the school, right? So I was yeah. going to ask you, you know, we started off with, you know, you talking about being bully as a, when you're younger. And then now you've got all these schools that help kids that just don't fit the normal i don't know traditional school i was I, I was listening to an episode where somebody asked you about your first school in florida i don't know if you remember that interview but i saw one of your interviews and and they said something about maybe I, i'd like for you to talk more into it so uh my you know the audience or friends could could learn about it something about that school the area some of those kids would be in jail they'd be dead they'd be um you remember that interview like that's I, you know I, I don't, I've had so many, um, okay. yeah, it's, it's crazy. Right. I mean, they would be, they, like a lot of our kids today, they wouldn't be, you know, they, they would be in a really bad situation if they didn't have a high school diploma and then 
mindset training and good people in their life. Hmm. They, they, you know, they be kind of like the misfits that people, they think they're misfits and, and, and people are just letting, we're letting our kids down. Yeah. Those kids are being let down. So what inspired you to start these academies? So nobody, uh, very little people are doing it. Hmm. Like we have 3% of the world in, in, in the United States of America. Uh, we have 3% of the world's population and 25% of the world's prison population. Wow. So, you know, I mean, we're number one in military spending. We're number like 20 something, 30, whatever it is in education and reading and math. Um, we're, we're, but we're number one in the ability to, if you have a will, there's a way in this country to get, get where you want to go financially. Mm. Uh, we have all the resources there are. I mean, I've been to India, to Sankissa and Dharamshala, where Dalai Lama lives. I've been to Japan. I've been to Peru. I've been to Mexico with President Vicente Fox. I've been like, I've been to so many places, um, wealthy and starving. Wow. And when I was in India, in Sankissa, I walked into a bank one day and there was zero money in the bank. And I'm like, I don't understand. Zero money. And the manager brings me into his room and he starts talking to me and I'm like, there's no money here. <laughs> I, I'm confused about this. Zero money. It's insane. Wow. If we did that here in America, and I've seen some videos lately, which is pretty crazy. But if we did that, um, people would riot. People would go crazy. Absolutely. So, so it's just very interesting to be able to see, like, we started this to transform the next generation. Excellent. Yes. And, and I don't see that happening in other systems. And some systems are locked because of policy. Some systems, um, like, you know, we, we have the resources, but it, it, I think it comes down to the mindset and the culture. What, what's different about your, let's say what's different about your schools versus a traditional school? So for me, it's three points. One, uh, we teach people how to learn how to learn. Okay. We don't, I, don't, I don't care about the content. Personally, obviously, they get to go through math, science, uh, history, uh, reading. They get to learn the basic foundational pieces. But learning how to learn, for me, is one of the deepest fundamentals, period, hands down. Second one is networking. Uh, that's key to life success. If you don't have – your network is your net worth. Wow. Whether financial. Say that, say that again. Your, your network is your net worth. Wow. But it, it, people think financial. Worth, to me, worth is not necessarily financial. Could mm. be health. I mean, like my dad had a stroke like six weeks ago, right? Um, Could be health-wise, right? Like, yes. are you in good health? Do you have good friends? Are you physically fit? Um, do you have a couple bucks in your bank account? Like if you're going to hang out with, at the gym for four or five hours a day, you should probably be in shape. Wow. But if you hang out at the gym for four hours a day and then go eat deep fried bonbons like at the at the wherever, you know, and a bunch of ice cream, you might not be in that good of shape. Okay, look, um, I knew I was going to hop on a call with you. So I actually rode my bike for 20 minutes. You got to be proud of me. I rode my nice. bike for 20 minutes, make sure I was in shape. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but yeah. uh, a good friend of mine, Patricia's here. And you mentioned about trafficking earlier and what you're doing. So many amazing things. So Patricia is a co-author with you in the book, and she um, she's she's built um, homes for uh, women who are homeless, uh, 
uh, women's shelters. And one of the things she does that I love in terms of trafficking, and this is right here at home. It's in our own backyard, right? It's not in some third world country that everyone rushes off to. I, I, I hope, Patricia, you don't mind me sharing the story, Daniel. You would love it because, you know, I never swear, but you use the word like Daniel is that badass fighter, right? I've seen situations where kids are in trouble and they're waiting for whoever it is sitting on their hands to shuffle paperwork and the kids in trouble. I've seen Patricia call her friends and maybe the most political way to say it is they hop, these guys will hop, they're, they're part of a motorcycle club, which is usually a motorcycle club. And they will, actually, they will actually hop on a bike with her and go pick up the kid to make sure that child is actually uh, out of harm's way. Yeah. Pretty incredible, right? Like they're, they're, they're still good people. Sometimes I think like, ah, like there's just so many rotten people around, but there's still really good people around. Yeah, I think, I believe there are. Um, and I believe there are some not so good people. Mm. So, you know, I mean, I've, I've seen both worlds. Um, so that's a whole different conversation there. A different conversation, yes. Okay, so getting back to the school, um, I, I saw somewhere... One of your videos, I don't know where, but I, you know, I think you're talking about how some of these kids are actually learning how to be an entrepreneur while they're at school as well. Yeah, we have an entrepreneurship class uh, in for all of our schools. This year was all online and um, it was great. Uh, CEO and we had another teacher run students through and it was amazing to be able to see, you know, just mindset and you know, how kids, some kids responded, how kids, some didn't respond. I, I think that most people don't understand the hardship that entrepreneurs go through on a daily basis to create results. Wow. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> so it's not easy. You know, this, like <laughs> it's, it's very difficult. You just don't get a paycheck. You have to make profit besides everybody you pay, besides your hard costs, besides your expenses and your travel to then pay you. Yeah. So yeah. most entrepreneurs are like, oh, I'm, I, I made some profit on this one. I'm going to go, you know, spend it. And it's like, whoa, hold on a second. Let's talk about what are the things you would rather do? Like if you're only selling X amount, do you want to invest in inventory? Do you want to invest in another person to grow your, like people don't understand. Like there's, there's like, there's big minds and, and like the macro side of it. But then so many people think very, very, very small. Uh, and, and this micro side is like, what do I want to do today to fulfill myself? The best, uh, I believe, um, entrepreneurs are entrepreneurs who have patience strategic patience hmm. uh, because I've heard people say, no, you should not have patience period. I think there's very strategic patience um, to be able to create a result, open up the right doors, sell a product, enroll people, you know, grow, whatever that is. And, you know, we've, we've gone from in five years, we've gone from four partner, five partners starting this uh, and to, we have over 80, 80 staff now. And Incredible. We have wow. almost 1,100 students. Next year, we're probably going to go to like 25 to 3,000 students because of some of the deals we're putting together. That's absolutely incredible. 
you know, Daniel Orlando for Success, my business partner, Jay, has been taking on interns from local colleges. So we have had dozens and dozens of um, students that have done internships with us. And the skill sets that they bring and what they're learning is absolutely incredible. And Jay's worked with a number of high school students here as well. So I thought I'd just throw that out for you. If you have any of your students that would like to learn, uh, you know, that would want to do some internship with us and perhaps mm -hmm. learn digital marketing, uh, entrepreneurship, how to start creating income online, I would love to perhaps have a conversation with you on that. Uh, I want, just want to acknowledge some of the folks who are here. Some, someone typed a one, so they're here for the first time. I can't see your name, but thank you for being here. Uh, and I see Lester Bailey. Uh, this individual uh, is a co-author with Daniel as well. He's protected two U.S. presidents. He's protected governors. I mean, this guy is absolutely incredible. So when, when I go to Nigeria, you know Daniel and Lester is going to be my bodyguards. <laughs> right. all, all different things. Is he in Nigeria? No, no, he's, he's actually in, he's from Chicago in Phoenix, but we do have um, a major school uh, in Nigeria that wants us to come and do some training over there. So yeah, yeah. Um, now, before we talk about the book, I know you're extremely busy and we'll wrap up here. I, I'm a big wrestling fan. My, um, the minute we moved here, we had a black and white TV. You guys remember Black and White TV? I woke up my first morning in Canada watching Bucks Bunny. Nice. And Flash Gordon. So you can imagine, so you know where my name came from now. And the one thing my parents watched religiously was wrestling. I would watch Bret Hart on TV every, every Saturday, like Maple Leaf Wrestling. I'm a huge wrestling fan. So awesome. is, it true, is it true that you really won the million dollar prize that WWE's Tough Enough? Well, if you can see behind me, it's all some of, some of the stuff I've done. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was great being on SmackDown. It was awesome, you know, being the Million Dollar Tough Enough champion. I think that there's a lot of added value. I mean, I grew a ton in a year, uh, and I I absolutely love what I was able to do. I mean, it's it's a it's a world that I wouldn't have gotten without, um, you know, being in WWE, being on SmackDown. Winning million dollar tough enough championship, it, it, it was one of the biggest blessings in my in my life. The one match I always wanted to see was you and John Cena. That would have been cool. Wouldn't that have been cool? Yes. Right. I think he saw you coming, so he retired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, he he had the same mentor that I did to get okay. into the to the wrestling world. So it, you know, it's it's Ed Connors. Um, he just came out with his book. He actually wrote about me in his book, which was really cool. Uh, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really unique world on how people, um, mentor people, uh, how they grow. And he had over 600 house guests in his different homes. He was one of the founders of Gold's Gym. Wow. Um, he, he took Gold's Gym. He did the whole thing. Uh, Mr. Gold actually founded it, but he took it off on a franchise. So pretty cool stuff. And he changed a lot of lives. You know, it's, it's, it's really awesome to be able to see what see what's possible. Well, that's, that's incredible. Incredible. Now I'm going to switch to the book for a minute. Um, before the book, I saw your picture in your Facebook group uh, on your Facebook page, the Dalai Lama and JB Owen, who's also an author with you in volume three, she was just in 
um, India with a group that visited the Dalai Lama. They're actually going back for another visit. And right now in India, Lana for Success is tracking a 189 in ranking. So our goal is to drive Lana for Success India to number one as well. So if you guys are watching and you have friends in India and one day you want to go to India with Daniel, myself, Jay and the team and visit the Dalai Lama, that's, that's an incredible possibility. But in the meantime, uh, you know, Lana for Success, this, was, um, this is what the book looks like. It's, if you go to Lana for Success, if you go to Amazon, okay, uh, the third book, it's a red color. Okay, so make sure you buy the third book. Daniel, um, share with us maybe very quickly, what, was, what made you decide to finally share your story, like just short story in our Lana for Success series? I mean, it's, first of all, you kicking my ass to do it. Um, I don't and, think, I don't think, I think you could break me with like, you could break me in half with your, like with two fingers. So, so you're, you're very, you're very persuasive, but I, I believe the biggest thing for me was how do I add value? Uh, I'm writing a couple books right now, but how do I add value to the world? How do I look at, you know, uh, this as a real big purpose project with other authors. Um, and, and I think that you're like, what you're building is a culture of authors that are like-minded, they yeah. care and that are focused on creating results in this world mm -hmm. and telling little stories versus bigger stories add a lot of value to each one of them. Yeah. That's amazing. And so for some of my friends that are watching or folks that know you, what do you want to tell them right now about, uh, in terms of, in terms of going to Amazon and grabbing a copy of the book. Yeah. I mean, biggest thing is this, if you want to add value to your life, you can sit there and watch a TV show on Netflix tonight, or you can actually learn something new, maybe about yourself. I'm not saying Netflix won't do that, but I find that if you spend a couple hours with yourself, your son, your daughter, um, like Conrad, here's a bunch of my stuff. Actually, my son has business cards now. This is his business card. I love it. So it says it says pre president in training. I love um, president so, in training. Right. So he I need, hands them out. I need those. Like, I need those for my grandchildren. So it's 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 great, right? Like because he, he goes in rooms. Like add value to the world. Like read through this. Doesn't have to be the whole thing, but pick a pick a story every every you know once a week with you know your wife or your 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 significant other or whoever that is in your life or by yourself and, and utilize a couple of the things to add value to your purpose in life. Wow. Um, uh, Deanna and I just got a really cool card deck. Uh, my wife and I got a cool, we got like five, I got ordered like five of them on the relationship. So it's like these questions we ask each other and we spent a day on the water, just going back and forth, you know, not a day, but it's a couple hours um, just doing this. And so it's interesting on, I think what connects you to this world and if you're learning online, I love watching like TikTok short videos. You know, I, I learn a lot um, because of what I search for. Uh, and this is about becoming the best version of yourself. Wow. I love that. Becoming, becoming the best version of yourself. Love it. Yep. And so, do, you, do you think you have now become the best version of yourself? I am the best version of myself right now, not saying I can't add more value later on. 
Amazing. So what would you I think? I think there's a growth mindset that I have that continues to grow. Uh, and, and, and it never, it, it, it will, it will never stop because it's not about my ego. It's not about, you know, me being, here's the difference. I find a lot of people not talking smack, but a lot of people that are PhDs that I've met now think that they know everything. Yeah. And, a, and every single black belt martial artist, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth degree that I've met says, I now know a lot more, but I know that I don't even know that much anymore. Wow. Because there's that. so much out there. Yeah. Listen, Daniel, somebody named Deanna Pinto just said, great job, my love. <laughs> Deanna, thank you. Thank you. Um, That's my wife. That's I know. I know. Thank you, Deanna. And Patricia says, how long has Daniel been married? And love that card idea. So we've been together almost uh, yeah, four years this year. Um, and uh, we had a great wedding last year in 2022. It was 12-12-2022. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. And somebody, uh, Patricia says, love what you're doing. Uh, somebody said... Um, Oh, Pamela Geiger. Oh, you would love Pamela Geiger Park story. Daniel, you, you, you need to have a conversation with Pamela. Um, what about your retirement, she says? Retire what, what retirement? That's what I'm thinking. What, what, what retirement? <laughs> so, so, I mean, here's the thing. I, I, like retiring, I think, is for dying, dying, right? Like, I mean, I think people, like, in their careers, they, I mean, retiring out of my first career was great. I wanted out. Uh, I didn't want to get punched in the face anymore. And then I retired on my second career. My first was MMA. My second was wrestling. Then I went back to fighting, which was crazy. And then I got out of that. I kind of went back and forth for a little bit. Uh, but it was the best thing, starting a nonprofit and then starting our, our for-profit school system and, you know, transforming lives. And I'll be doing this till, till, till I'm 120, you know, 200 years old, whatever I, whatever I can get there. It'll be fun. I actually can see that. Absolutely. So, Daniel, before we go um... – what are your final thoughts if someone again is watching right now? And I want to maybe uh, frame it this way. If somebody's watching, they're thinking, okay, landed for success. How, if someone is still struggling to land for success, what would you say to them right now? What do you value more purpose or profit? And either way you can learn from this book, but if you always want to chase something, that you'll never get fulfilled, go after profit. If you want to become fulfilled and be as complete as possible internally in your mind, your heart, your soul, spirit, then go after purpose. Wow. And what's your definition of purpose? Purpose is the why. Purpose is the impact. Purpose is the creation of, of adding value to this world. And it could be, you could work at McDonald's and have a huge purpose of serving a thousand clients a day, right? But if you're doing it for the money, the profit side of it, and you want to just buy bigger and better and more, you'll never, ever, ever get more. Enough. You'll get more, but you won't get enough because more, more, more will still not be enough. Wow. That, that is such great... I mean, we, we just did a deal with Mike Tyson. So this is our, our school. We haven't announced it actually. So I'll just okay. say it here. Okay. So it's our, our Mike, it's our Tyson uh, Transformational Technologies Academy. We're, we're launching this school this August. And it's just crazy wow. because he, he, like I sat, I've sat with him a couple of times now and 
to be able to spend time with him where he's super authentic and vulnerable. He's like, I had everything. He had big animals. He had pigeons. He loves his pigeons. He still has some. He had every car you could want. He had everything, everything. Wow. But he still didn't have himself. And he talks about it. Yeah, I mean, watch his HBO special. Uh, you, and people will see a lot of content that we're going to create with kids and him where he's super authentic and, and, you know, where he's going with his life. And it's perfect uh, example to be able to add value um, because he is one of the kids that would have been our school. That's so, incredible. So you're talking about Mike Tyson, the guy that was just an Ip Man 4. Ip Man. You ever seen Ip Man? No, no, no. But the boxer, but the boxer, he's, boxer, the, he's the best boxer in the world. Yeah. Well, Donnie Yen, in my opinion, is probably the number one martial artist in the world. He's a nice. movie star. And Tyson was actually, I think he portrayed a bad guy in That's the awesome. movie Ip Man, right? So Ip Man's the guy who trained uh, in real life, uh, Bruce Lee. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I, Daniel, I know um, you've given us more time than than, than I've expected because you're extremely busy. You know, when you brought up Mike Tyson, I'm going to share a, a, a thought with you. I don't know if, if, I, if I can actually get away with saying this on here. But, um, you know, a, a good friend of mine uh, is now back in Singapore. And they, they do white-collar boxing. White-collar boxing. I'm not sure if you heard of white-collar boxing. But he was, no. a, he was a student here. Went home to Singapore, flat broke, couldn't even find to find a job, and then a friend got him a job at a bank, and he became their uh, chief, um, not financial, but chief technical officer, I think CTO. But he quit because it wasn't his purpose in life, like what you talked about, purpose. So he started a little financial services company, and I remember when I said, "What do you do?" He said, "Well, we go into people's home and do wills." That's kind of how he started. Well, his company. The wealthiest man in Hong Kong just bought 49% of his company. But they do something, Daniel, called white-collar boxing, where a lot of the guys, like expats who live there, they train for two or three months, and they literally get in a ring. And as the, the participants are all in, in um, black tie, right, affair, companies like Goldman will sponsor it. Yeah, and these, these guys will get in there actually box, and they have donated about six to seven million dollars to children's wow. um, clinics, and I believe Cam, um, Cambodia, one, wow. one of those countries. So when I mentioned it earlier, one of the insurance companies that I had mentioned your name as a mix as a speaker, ironically enough, that's actually their organization. That's really cool. Right. So maybe there's, there'll be a tied in with your academy, with your, yep. uh, maybe somebody like, to, I don't know. Right. But well, uh, we, we want to do schools in other countries too. We're working on a couple right now. So as uh, you know, we're definitely open and, and I would love to explore that. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much, uh, Daniel. Thank you to all my friends, your friends who are watching right now. Uh, Mr. Daniel Pewter, WWE million dollar prize winner is now even better title, in my opinion, CEO, My Life, My Power. But he's now an international best-selling author. And if you guys help uh, purchase a copy in the United States, you know, up here at home in Canada, we, we're such a small fish. Like, we get to number one just like that because it's just a small community. But if you yeah. live in the U.S., you guys, go buy a copy. Go buy a copy today. Uh, read it, okay? Make sure you read it. The stories are very powerful. Uh, the testimonials, like the five-star reviews you see on there already, is absolutely yep. incredible. Buy it, read it, 
and uh, please leave a five-star review. Daniel, any final thoughts or closing remarks from you? I appreciate it, bro. Your friendship has been amazing. Thank you for everything. Likewise. Thank you so much. And uh, tell Seattle, she's been amazing helping to organize uh, your schedule. I know it's extremely busy. And I like to be a, what did you call it, Conrad? Was president in training? Yeah, president in training. All right. I'd like to get one of those cards. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Daniel. Have a blessed day, brother. Thank you so much. Take care. See ya. Bye-bye.